Welcome, nerd and nerdettes. Today's podcast episode features talks of Martin Scorsese being a savage, favorite films of the decade, and Kathleen Kennedy stepping down? What? <laughs> You're now listening to Featuring Dez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new podcast episode of Featuring Dez. And today I'm accompanied by, once again, the uh, creepy fish man himself, Salmon Ammon, Ammon the Salmon. And, uh, you know, but we can forget about him because today I'm accompanied by another good friend of mine. His name is Marcellios Marcel. Introduce hey. yourself, my man. Hey, uh, I'm Markel. I, uh, I go by Puff Mama in the, uh, in the YouTube world, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, uh, the YouTube Puff Daddy. Big and small. I don't like YouTube. I'm just kidding. I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, man, today I want to uh, bring up a couple topics with you guys. But before we get into those topics, let's talk about some news that's going on this week. And uh, one is the fact that rumor has been circulating that Kathleen Kennedy, the head of... Uh, of uh, Lucas Lucas Films, uh, who's been helming all the uh, Star Wars films, uh, she's reportedly stepping down. Good as the lead, and I'm just curious. I know there's a, I know there's a lot of people who hated her guts from from day one, especially post um, post uh, Force Awakens, and especially post uh, Last Jedi. Did she Did she start Force Awakens or? Yeah, she 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 uh, she was in control prior to the Force Awakens coming out. So. Oh. I can already I can already guess Ammon's take on this because he just yelled out good. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, Puff Daddy, what's your what's your take on this? <laughs> um, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I just think just Star Wars is such a mess right now, and I just mm-hmm. think they should just restart or just yeah. completely scrap everything. But yeah, I, I I would I would have to agree with you because even if you're a, even if you're a fan of say the sequel trilogy, uh, th- there's. All you, all you gotta do is go on Google Star Wars and look at the the, the divide that's going on between the fan base. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always been been a slight divide because you're always gonna have your super hardcore peers who love episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. With with Luke Han and Leia, um, and the prequels they they they, they had uh, their their run too, and people some people didn't like those, some people loved those too, but. This by far is the worst we've ever seen in the community, as far as like a, a yeah, divide. This, yeah, for a divide, like everyone hated the prequels. Everyone yeah. loves the, the original series, so right. like it's so like mixed in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. And, and I agree. This one has a, such a mixed crowd. You either you either love it or you hate it. I I, I see the I, I I've loved. I'm not gonna say love, but I I see the good in every uh, single um, series of Star Wars, mm-hmm. whether it be animated, live action, of what the, there's good that comes from it. Like the prequels. What's they, your, they, yeah. What's your like, favorite What's your favorite part about the prequels? Oh, I, I like the world building, and the prequels also gave us Clone Wars, the animated series, which oh, yeah, uh, both both Clone Wars animated series are spectacular. Even the Gennady Tarfnowski one, done by our boy who did Samurai Jack, and then also uh, the one done by Dave Filoni that came mm. out uh, a couple years ago. What I, about the uh, Christmas special? Uh, Ammon, I'm literally this close to kicking you out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Break that damn Christmas special. <laughs> But hey, I think the Christmas special was the first time Boba Fett made his appearance. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure on that, but I think so. Okay. Yeah. But but no. So we're we're all kind of in agreement that maybe it's for the best that Kathleen steps down. Are they gonna keep doing the uh, the um, the Disney Plus series then? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the Disney Plus series are, are all pretty much I'm, a go. Well, they announced all of them. I'm, yeah. I'm actually kind of want to watch that Boba Fett one. Dude, me too. Yeah, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian mm. looks legit, and plus, um, my my favorite type of Star Wars is the more gritty, darker of stories. Yeah. Like especially in in the books that the expanding universe mm. the EU that doesn't really count. I still a lot of my favorite books don't even include really the Jedi. They're just like some some other crazy right. shit that's going on. So I'm I'm kind of excited for that, and that's me personally. I think I'm like probably the least 
amount of like Star Wars fan as, mm-hmm. as all of both of you. I've right. kind of fallen out from the series just because. Makes sense. I feel like, I don't know, just like I think Disney's super oversaturated to the point where yes. it's even affecting my love for the original series. Oh, it's yeah. just, I don't know. I kind of want to re- I want to revisit really bad and see what, what changes, you know. Mm-hmm. Have have you have you uh, watched any of the uh, the uh, Clone Wars series? Cause I do think no, that's that's the thing. I think a lot of people tell me to start with that because mm-hmm. it's so good. Agreed, agreed. It's 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 one of those things that's not it's not tainted. I don't want to say tainted, but it 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 has little input from uh from from, from Lucas themselves, and more or less you're you're getting uh, the vision from a fan's perspective. Because Gideon oh. Tarnowski is a big fan of Star Wars, and he he did his own interpretation of the Clone Wars, cool. and and it's amazingly fun. And then you got Dave Filoni. Who's the, who's the more or less a protege of uh, George Lucas, who kind of rectified a lot of stuff that Lucas kind of uh, messed up, mm. for lack of a better phrase. But yeah, the, both Clone Wars are excellent. And the, and the cool thing is about Dave Filoni's Clone Wars, is the 3D one, is that you don't have to watch them all in order because the episodes aren't in order. There are some episodes that take place months prior and months after. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you, so you can pick it up wherever you want. And as much as I love the Clone Wars, it's one of my favorite animated series. I will say now all the episodes are bangers, especially in the first season. Um, the, 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 their budget and uh, the quality picked up in the later seasons. So right. I will say that. So se- second season and on, um, they, 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 uh, that's when almost every episode they were cranking out was was good. But not all of them are great. But I like the episode where Jar Jar Binks fights General Grievous. <laughs> Does that actually happen? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It could be a fever dream. But I remember it, and he's like, he like wins by being clumsy or something. He like, Whoa, and accidentally cuts off his arm or Dude, something. That's probably the coolest thing I've ever in my life. I think I want to watch it. I, I think we should keep Aaron off the drugs. I think that's what we need to do. Have you guys talked about uh, the ninth movie yet at all? No, no, we, not, very, not, not really. Me and you. We like mentioned it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys going to watch it or skip it? Because I might skip it. Um, and and I, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, especially if you don't really want to support... Uh, uh, I liked Force uh, Awakens. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Force Awakens. Um, Forced Awakens. <laughs> the Forced Awakens. Who forced you to like this movie? <laughs> Wake up, boy! Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think... Yeah, I liked that one. I didn't like um, Last Jedi very much. Mm-hmm. Like everyone. It was really yeah. Good, but, yeah, but... Um, I think I'm just gonna just completely fall off of the trilogy. Now. Hey, yeah. hey, man, and, and and maybe what you might need to do is just like you said, just revisit it again at a later yeah. date, or start with something else, man. Maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, man, like uh, Star Wars is is a well beloved series to me. It was actually the first movie I ever bought. Um, yeah, um, I, I bought uh, Empire Strikes Back. Was the uh, Strikes Back was the first movie I ever bought. But unfortunately, at the time, I didn't know it was a sequel. I just thought it was just a movie. And then my grandma was like, "Boy, you know you bought the wrong movie." <laughs> and so she went and bought me um, uh, a New Hope. And so I watched New Hope. That's cool. And then after that, then I, then I watched Empire Strikes Back. Then I watched uh, Return of the Jedi. That's so cool. I, hel- I also have some kind of awesome memories about Star Wars with my grandparents because, like, I um. I went and bought, I mean, it was, I think I was like six or seven. Yeah. And I went to Wyoming to go see my grandparents. And then this was back when Netflix was still doing like, you can ship like discs to people's houses and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It was super cool. And then, so we just rented the entire trilogy and then we watched, um, Oh, that's dope. But I think they had the, uh, the original series on, on uh, VHS. Mm. And then we just um, watched the trilogy on Netflix. It was really, really cool. Oh, that's legit. I like that. Star Wars and... Indiana Jones, like the only thing my grandpa and me bonded over. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Like the, uh, the those series are kind of uh, the, those series are kind of 
there's there's really no gap between them. They're timeless. Mm-hmm. There's, there's one there's one of those films that's just timeless. Like if you put on Mulan right now, I'd be like hell yeah, I put I watch it, but then my grandma will watch it too. Right. And so it's I like it. It's it's a good bonding moment. And um. Yeah, it's a good thing for grandparents to bond with their kids with. Or yeah. Grandkids. Yeah. Although, like, my friend did tell me a story about his grandma re- really being in the Loki from the Marvel movies. So anytime Loki dies, she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> she's just, which Loki dies like all the time. Loki has like three modes: steal and die. Like he steals shit, he steals the Tesseract, yeah, he dies. I'm trying to think if I actually like Loki as a character. He's mm-hmm. definitely like he's like the the guy that you just kind of yeah. Like, yeah. He says Neil. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? Do you like Loki? Uh, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, so I'm just getting a bit off, off subject, but since we're on there, do uh, you guys have a favorite villain in the MCU? Or, or, or a person who, who's not, not even necessarily besides, a villain. Besides but, Thanos? Yeah, besides the Thanos. Thanos was well done. Probably one of the few really well done. Because, because I, one, <laughs> no, thing I, one thing I've said before is that, I don't even know. Is that Marvel, that they, they, they do fine on the movie front, and, with their, and they do great with their heroes. Uh, but they do terrible with their villains. And for me, I'm not going to label as a, him as a villain, but he was a great um, adversary in this mm-hmm. film. But I'd probably say uh, uh, a Winter Soldier. when he oh, was. Yeah. I, I thought he was grateful mm-hmm. for what he was, was in. Yeah, he was definitely really good for his character. Yeah. yeah. I also thought Michael B. Jordan brought a hell of a lot of gravitas uh, to him. In, in Black Panther, like he he literally made me want to root for him rather than actually T'Challa. For sure, uh, yeah. Hey Auntie, hey Auntie, hey, auntie yeah. <laughs> I waited my I trained my entire Whole life just to kill you. <laughs> is this she king? Bro, the amount of memes we got off is this she king? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a he's a great villain. Yeah, he was. Dude. <laughs> do you, do you want to start with your favorite MCU villain? Um, uh, let me think. I mean, I'm trying to think of him. Tell I, keep on, I keep on thinking of the guy from Iron Man 2, but he wasn't good. Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, is that him? Oh, no, he's not my favorite. No, he likes he likes Whiplash. He's got a poster. I want, in his I want my board. I want my board. My board. <laughs> my skateboard. Please. My bird. <laughs> I um, think... Oh, you can go if you got it. Sorry. Um, let me think. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. This is the alternate reality. Um, We're back. <laughs> Did he? Didn't he like almost direct something Marvel related? The before, fuck he did! <laughs> like before the MCU, I think I heard I think that so. he almost directed. Something. Michael B had his hands in everything. That motherfucker at one point was trying to have his hands in every single horror reboot too. Ew. So yeah, you. I don't like that. He, yeah. he did the Friday the Thirteenth one, and then apparently he tried to get his hands on Halloween as well. So <gasps> I'm glad I need to watch that remake. I think it'll be really funny just to watch and see how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. I saw it once, but I was buzzed, <laughs> so I barely remember it. I guess I'll go if you can't think of something. Yeah, go. Okay. Um, just Vulture. I think Vulture's the greatest. Oh, yes. Fuck, I forgot about it. It's funny. It's funny you, you bring up Vulture because I literally did a video just recently talking about a scene that I love in Homecoming with Vulture. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think if I had to list the best, uh, best performance mm-hmm. of villain performances... I would definitely probably have to give it to Michael yeah. Keaton. I just Ooh. love... Yeah, I just love the part when he just stretches over like the, yep. his seat with his gun. He's like, stay away from my daughter. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. It so so, so he, there's this line he says where it's like, if you if you continue doing what you're doing, I'll kill you and everyone you love. I know it's really scary. Yeah, and like, but but like, I'll yeah. but if I was Peter, this is real talk. If this is me, if I was Peter, he'd be like, Desmond, I'll kill you and everyone else you love. I was like, well, I love your daughter. 
Huh? Are you gonna kill her too? But no, nah, but I'm, nah, man, I'm with you. On, I'm with you on that one. What a sassy boy. Yeah, he probably would just pissed the Whitney. Get your ass in that prom. <laughs> that homecoming dance. Uh, I just love. I think I just love his just his like his like his appearance. He just looks so yeah. like scary, and I love yeah, his the suit's so cool. His beautiful, yeah, he looks so awesome with like the fur uh, hoodie and everything. Mm, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was also a slightly nice touch to to have his life kind of be intertwined with uh, Stark. Because Stark's he's a mm-hmm. hero, but he's made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. So he kind of took the place, I think, thematically of Green Goblin with the whole yeah. relation father relationship. Yeah. Like he said, it was a girlfriend, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you're like a son to me. <laughs> also, uh, also in the uh, the Ultimate Comics, uh, done by uh, Brian Michael Bendis, mm-hmm. um, uh, the character of Nick Fury. He um he he, he kind of plays the uh the father ushering role of um of, of Peter in the comics. He's like Peter, I used to work with your with your parents. I'm gonna help you become a better hero, usher you into the yeah. to the Avengers. Tony kind of kind of took that role um mm-hmm. in, in 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 the films. It was more of a tough love thing in the Ultimate comics. Yeah, I remember? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Vol- Vol- Vulture is definitely a solid one. Probably has the best <laughs> performance. Him and uh, him and Thanos. But yeah. I'm, so speak. But while we're on Marvel movies, I kind of want to bring this up. So. A couple of days ago, um, uh, while on, on a press junket, I believe for um, for his, his upcoming film, The Irishman, which I'm definitely going to see, uh, legendary filmmaker Martin Scorsese came out and said that superheroes aren't cinema. Superhero films aren't cinema. Well, he specifically said MCU. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, it, it, he. he yeah, huh. yes. but I'm just curious on what you guys, how you guys feel about that. Do you guys definitely uh, agree with everything he says, or do you, or, or do you think he's kind of wrong, kind of right, or? Um, I think, uh, a lot of people are coming out and saying, oh, he's hating on the Marvel movie. He seemed very indifferent, really. Right. He was just kind of like, oh, I don't like them. They're not cinema, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it's his opinion and everything. And honestly, I, I kind of think if you've directed Goodfellas and Taxi Driver, you can say whatever you want about movies. I've know? said this before. Martin Scorsese, in my opinion, is in the top ten best directors, dead or alive. Yeah. The dude is... I don't think there's a single film I don't like by him. There are definitely some that, that I prefer more than others, but I don't think there's a single film I don't like by him. Right. Yeah, he. Um, a lot of people are really getting mad at him over mm-hmm. it, and I think it's completely unjustified because, mm-hmm. you know, but... I mean, I, I don't think I agree, but I think he's making some points about the roller coaster. Yeah. I, I think oh, yeah. The, a lot the, of Marvel movies are decided def- or, you know, calculated and yeah. made that way. To yeah. just Quite a few of them. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, just think about Ant Man. Like that's not even that's not a really great like movie about story and like love and like you know like it's just like now Ant Man the made. Wasp. Now that's a movie. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you know what's funny is that uh, I actually I actually dug certain aspects about Ant Man, but Ant Man and the Wasp, man, mm. that's my least favorite MCU. <laughs> yeah, movie. Uh, definitely. For for me, it's between Ant Man and the Wasp and maybe Thor: The Dark World. There are some parts in Thor: The Dark World that that, that literally were like. Super boring and visually just un- unappealing, uh-huh. uh, and and they also they also wasted a, a potentially really terrifying villain too. Like only, in, no, you can go ahead. Go the ahead. only like interesting visual in the movie was like stolen right from the Animatrix, <laughs> yeah. like with the the kids in the warehouse yep. and the floating yep. stuff. I think Thor two is the only one I haven't seen of the entire MCU. Oh, so makes um, sense. Skip that shit. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I'm not planning on watching. Yeah, it. but no. Um. So so as far as my point of view on it. Um, I definitely agree with many things that that Martin Scorsese said, uh, but also I, I don't I think it's a bit uh, disrespectful also to like 
kind of like undermine some of the hard work um, that, that some some of the directors actually do. Like, for example, Ryan Coogler is an amazing director and has never made a bad film. And, and uh, Marvel asked him to do a Marvel movie. He came yeah. in and he did Black Panther. And if you go look at any of his scenes breakdowns that he did for Black Panther, this man put in an absurd amount of work into that film. There's some pretty good and, shots in that movie. Yeah, and, and then same thing with, with Infinity War. The Russo mm-hmm. brothers put in an absurd um, um, amount of effort into, mm-hmm. into all the shots. And most of the shots are so meticulously done that when you go back and look at them, either some of them are referenced to something or, or they're mm-hmm. leading to something else. And I just don't think that's not fair to con- not count them as cinema. And I, I don't think. Right. I, I think. I think he just. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, he was. Um, I think he was just meant like the overall feeling of just yeah. going as like an event. It's not like you don't go there for the movie. For movie you, go yeah. there, you go there for like the pop culture. The thrill, yeah. Right, and right. Just being there for the moment. And yeah. he, he said like, you know, all these actors that are putting the great work and everything. So he didn't really discount them that much. Like he said, you know, I mean, he kind of put it in a way where like. You know, they're doing the best with what they got, kind of. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. yeah it, uh, my, my whole thing is I just don't think that it's up to one person to decide on what cinema is or what it isn't. And he also grew up in a much different time, though, too. Yeah. And, but, um. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but nah, man, um, I, I definitely, I definitely don't like the, uh, how, like the, the uh, Twitter community, like how some people, like for example, <laughs> some person tries to uh, ad- ad- address how he feels. That's an opinion, like like Scorsese, yeah, and then, yeah. then the Marvel, the Marvel Twitter community just rains hell down. They're like crucifying, bro. Did they like? And and I'll, I'll admit, I did get a little annoyed by some of his statements, but he's he's not he's not fully wrong though. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing. And and I I feel like if if you completely say he's completely wrong, then you're not. Yeah, I think it, yeah mm-hmm. he's like half and half. Right? Yeah, half wrong. Robert Downey Jr. They asked him about it. Yeah, and he was kind of like you know, uh, he said like, well, he basically said like I don't agree with him, but like I respect his opinion. Right, like, he has like right. infinite respect for him. So do I. And yeah. he has like a and his father had a relationship with him and everything. Mm-hmm. And everything. oh yeah, because uh, Downey's father was in the film industry as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, and this interviewer was egging him on and saying like aren't you mad aren't you mad he's insulting oh yeah i think that was howard stern which that's a very howard stern to do howard stern is kind of he's that guy he's that guy (laughs) that tries to like get gossip going yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) i I can't stand those kind of people but no robert dungeon has had like a statement where he where like he was he was he was like he was like uh do you think that marvel movies are cinema and robert dungeon robert dungeon jr was like well it's in the cinema so yeah. th- therefore, it's cinema, cinema. But like the the line about the roller coaster that Scorsese said, yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of validity to it. It's yeah, people it's, go to watch to have fun. Yeah, they go to, to have, have fun. fun. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they don't some like granted. I sometimes granted. I I go to film to have a little bit extra, which is why I get annoyed sometimes when I'm watching it when I'm going to see a Marvel film and it doesn't <laughs> hit like how I want. Exactly. Like for example, I thought Captain Marvel could have been a great, uh, could have been a great movie, and, and they could have done so much with it, made a good point, could have made you feel some, and, and, and gave the female audience. Remember yeah. something tangible yeah, to grab one. It was basically just a waste of time. Dude, it was that movie was that. I'm, it uh, could have just been a decent movie. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but there, there are certain things in that film that really made me kind of depressed because I was like, man, yeah, what a, I was like, what a waste. Like, it made me, it made me kind of say, like, I didn't, oh, I, I didn't like super hate the film. Like, there are films I hate. But like man, it, mm-hmm. it definitely made me made me sad. I would just yeah, say that. So just the most average movie. Yeah, you guys get what I'm saying, and, and, yeah. and I feel like yeah, that. Nothing, I feel, was, nothing was terrible. Nothing yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I hope going forward, Kevin Feige, Marvel, whoever is in charge of this going forward, I hope. Uh, in, in order for a series to prosper, you guys have to you have to look back on what you what you could do better, mm-hmm. and I hope that, that maybe they can learn and maybe just let the artist 
do artist work, and this guy's over here licking a cracker. <laughs> but, um, uh, serial killer look. But, um, nah, man, and, and that's kind of how I feel on that. But, uh, while we're, while we're talking about movies, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, um, what, what are some of you guys' favorite films of the decade from 2010 to 2019? Because, dude, we're almost at the end of this decade. So, what are you guys' Shit. favorite, favorite films? And also, um, yeah, let's, let's start with that. Favorite films of the decade. Just, if you got any of the off-the-cuff, just go. You probably won't better name all of them, but if you guys got any Whiplash favorite. is definitely my favorite movie of the decade, I think. Yes. I, I've been a big fan of Miles Teller. And I knew from the beginning, him and Michael B. Jordan, I knew from the beginning that they were going to be stars. Miles mm-hmm. Teller was excellent in Whiplash. And then our boy, uh, J.K. Simmons, who Ooh. plays uh, J.J. He crushed it. He's fucking not my temple. Not, not, <laughs> not quite my temple. Dude, <laughs> me and my brother have created so many memes off that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Tony, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not quite my temple, but yeah. Um, what about you, Em? Um, I mean, I, Joker. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, yeah, I agree with Whiplash, but um, I guess like one standout to me, I think came out around the same time as Birdman. Ooh, that was gonna say Birdman ooh, next. And then. Birdman, I think, was a big accomplishment. And I, I love that it got recognized as it was. You yeah. know, Bird Birdman is super. Super artful, and I love the vision behind mm-hmm. that film. I got no complaints with that. Again, another great performance from Michael Keaton. The Vulture, mm-hmm. the Birdman. Yeah, I love Michael <laughs> Keaton. <laughs> and also, um, uh, speaking of that, there's a film that I absolutely love that features um, uh, that, that features a perform performance uh, uh, with uh, Emma Stone, mm. who was in La La Land, directed by your boy, who did uh, yeah, Damien Chazelle. Yeah, who did Whiplash. Um, I, I like La La Land not as much as everyone else though. Yeah. I definitely I, I was Evan, definitely Evan was telling me that you didn't like La La Land as much as yeah, everyone yeah, else yeah yeah here's the thing I, I, so when I got La La Land I was like oh man I like that movie and then people like oh my god it's going away I was like no <laughs> let's not and then, and then I was really happy when I found out Moonlight uh, mm. uh, won over I was, I was like thank god thank god I think I think that was kind of uh, I think that was earned yeah, yeah. I definitely think uh, La, uh, Moonlight's the better well made movie yeah. mm-hmm. deserves the Oscar but- no but I was also kind of campaigning because Mahershala Ali is one of the most Ooh. he's one of the best talents working today and I've been mad that that dude hasn't gotten any recognition and so he slowly oh, uh, but surely he's been getting that buzz yeah, yeah now he gets all, the, all yeah, the attention yeah I mean this dude I don't know if you guys know this but he straight up called Kevin Feige he was like I want to play Blade and, and, and they're like, okay, we're making a Blade movie. And, mm-hmm. I, and they asked Kevin Feige if that was true. Kevin Feige was like, well, when, when an uh, actor of that caliber, like Mahershala, when Mahershala Ali calls you and said he wants to play Blade, you make a Blade movie. Exactly. Like, they didn't, have, they didn't even have plans for a Blade movie, apparently. But Mahershala Ali's like, I want to play Blade. I want to play Prime Like, he just called them up and was like... <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, but would an MCU Blade movie work, though? And, and that, that's the thing. If it, Honestly, if it's not rated R, I'm already skeptical. As a matter of fact, I'm already skeptical yeah. now because... Yeah. Once again, I think the MCU needs to get a little bit more, uh, a little more. Oomph. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I haven't seen the original Blade movie. So mm. it's is it real vampires in that movie? Yeah. So they're gonna add vampires into the MCU. Yes. He's half vampire. He's half. Yeah. That's oh, so I have to. So I have, so speaking of that, uh, pre MCU before Tony Stark before Robert Downey Jr. kicked us off with uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man, my favorite superhero films of all time was Blade One and Two. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Those, those films were so good. And here's the thing. When the first one came out, the first one was like a cultural phenomenon. They're like, oh my God, this, this shit's so good. Yeah. And then the sequel was coming out. And they're like, no way this shit's going to be better. And somehow, <laughs> they, they got director Guillermo del Toro to come in and make an even better film than the first one. I was like, how oh, the shit. fuck? Like, and literally, I was like, man, this might be the best trilogy for, uh, for, for me. And then all of a sudden, Blade 3 came out. And we oh. won't talk about Blade 3. <laughs> so. Damn. 
I, Ryan Reynolds was great in that movie though. He tried to save Blade Three, but uh, the director, I, uh, I, I, nah. Mm-mm. It'd be cool if they made the new Blade movie kind of like a. Uh, Marvel tries to go for the more fun stuff lately, so if they made it like an Evil Dead kind of deal, mm-hmm. where it was a little, a little oh, fun mixed gotcha, with like gotcha. horror, you know? Yeah, zany horror. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that might work if they don't like overdo it. Right. I think. Yeah, if they overdo it, it'll just be kind of like, ugh, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah, I still want it to be super dark and cool. I'm ho- I'm excited for that uh, the new Doctor Strange movie though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I'm happy that they that they got a horror director to mm-hmm. to lead the Doctor Strange film. Scott Derrickson, he's worked on a couple horror films that I, I I've liked in the past. So I'm excited for that. But another so my favorite film, one of my favorite films of the decade. I'm not sure if it's quite my favorite, but basically anything put out by Denis Villeneuve. I hope I'm saying his name right. He's a French director that I absolutely love. He did a film called Prisoners with Hugh Jackman. He did the Blade Runner 2049 sequel, which in my opinion is one of the best sequels ever made. I agree with that. And is one of the most beautiful films <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And I was so happy when the the, the director photographer got as much recognition as he mm-hmm. did. But yeah, uh, anything done by um, Denis. Who, but I'm just gonna nominate um, Blade Runner 20. 49 so yeah that's definitely one of the best movies i've ever seen yeah he also did arrival too so yeah, yeah that i don't think i don't think he's done a, a film i haven't i think if i had to uh pick a favorite like foreign director if probably uh currently working i probably have to pick like probably probably be denny or maybe i like edgar wright though too mm-hmm. uh, um is he foreign he's a good british guy uh, Edgar Wright? Yeah. yeah he did a uh, scott pilgrim versus oh, i Marvel. know i love oh. him he's like my he was my favorite director until yeah. wait who is my favorite director I don't think it, I have It's one. always been Edgar Wright. <laughs> maybe, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Edgar Wright. Yeah, no, he, he, he's one of those few directors that knows how to walk the fine line between comedy and substance. Like, I, I, I feel like... Um, I feel like he would have he would have been perfect for an MCU film because he could have gave us the proper amount of substance while giving us the proper amount of comedy. Because well, he was gonna. Yep. And then Ant-Man. yeah. He and also I heard my boy, one of my favorite actors, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, was mm-hmm. gonna play uh, Ant Man. So. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, I love JGL. The dude's like <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, when I think of Paul Rudd, I mean Paul Rudd's good, but every time I think of him as Ant Man, I just think of that scene where he says he wants orange slices. And I never, got, I never got that scene. It's epic and funny and random, dude. Does anyone have any orange slices? <laughs> He's like, welcome to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> So I have to ask you guys, uh, are there any um, underrated films? I guess instead of saying underrated films, since we're nearing the end of the decade, are there any films that you guys, that would probably be on your top 10 list films of the decade that wouldn't be on anyone else's list? I think we both know one. Do yeah. One, two, three. Fat Albert. Fat, fat, fat Albert. It's Fat Albert. It's been Fat Albert the whole time. Guys, it's I, I got to tell Albert. you, I got to say, Fat Albert's probably better than anything Scorsese's ever done. Yeah. That's a goddamn fact. <laughs> Now, if the director of Fat Albert came on, then, like, no one could touch what he says. <laughs> uh, he, he could diss any movie. But no, uh, but no, like, are there any films that are going to be on you guys' list? From um, this from this decade? From this decade that you find, that you that you, that you you would love, but you don't think it'll be on anyone else's list. Not that, not, not, you, not that you think this movie's bad, but just a film that you don't think, you don't think other people would appreciate as much as you did. Um, for me, one of mine is this super eerie uh, film... Uh, there's two. One is called Loose that came out this year, actually, mm-hmm. that I highly recommend going to go see. It basically makes dialogue uh, a weapon. This film is basically psychological warfare at its best. And then another film I love is called The Invitation. 
Which one's that again? Um, the invitation is about this uh, this guy who his ex randomly calls him up saying, "Hey, I'm having a party with my new boyfriend. Come on over, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get all our old friends together." So they all get together, but the whole film has you feeling unsettled, and like you find that that is his girl is kind of in this cult, kind of. It mm-hmm. sounds like a cult, but oh. she seems happy. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, wait, maybe nothing's weird going to happen. And you think, oh, wait, maybe something's going to happen. It has you second guessing everything in the film. And by the end, you're just like, holy shit. Um, so I recommend the, invi- the invitation. I think I've told you about it before, but it's such a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I think everybody should watch. I mean, if, it's not for everyone, but it's something that like if you're into film, you should watch it. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I got one. Uh, so there's a show. There's a uh, show. There was... Um, it's not a show, it's a movie. <laughs> Sorry. But um, it's called um, Muffuckers. Muffuckers. Oh, M- yeah. MFKZ is what they call it here, just because it's less offensive, I guess. We saw it together. Yeah, okay. we went to the theater. And Wait, so- is it an animated film? <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, shit, I wanted to see it. I missed it. It's so goddamn good. Like French anime. Yeah, the art looks so dope, and it had like an urban feel to it. Oh, shit. I, so, <laughs> you guys got to tell me how it was. I really I, wanted to see I that. went up to buy the tickets, and I was like, uh, two tickets for a uh, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, what? MKFZ? He's like, sure. And then, um, I don't know, it's just such a good movie. It just yeah, has, yeah. It's just, it's like, just a lot of fun. It's just really fluid animation. Mm. Every character is just really fun and, like, they can be funny too and they're not annoying either. <sighs> yeah. It's just so goddamn good. And this is part with, like, what's the, what's the purple people called? The yellow, <laughs> the yellow people. It's like the Crips and Bloods, but. It's the grapes <laughs> and the limes and they're having, <laughs> and they're having a gang war. <laughs> And there's, um, like, a really, really fat guy who looks like Rick Ross, and he's got, like, two machine guns, and he quotes Shakespeare all the time. And the main villain is voiced by uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. shit, I fucking love Danny Trejo. It's so, it's so well done. And I love, what's the main guy's name with the black head? What's his name? Uh, the black I, guy? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I don't he's remember. The black I can't remember either, but it's such a good one. I need to rewatch it sometime. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, there's supposed to be a sequel at some point. I hope so. I hope they continue it probably like maybe next year, hopefully. Another film in the same vein is Lost Cars. God Ooh. bless that. Which uh, is not talked about as much as it should be. Okay. It doesn't, yeah, you can't even buy it here. Yeah. You, you have to like, buy it from like the French people. God damn. But it's so funny and uh. fluid animation too. It's it's also a French movie. Okay. But it's mm. it's it's a great time. Yeah, so it's another, another movie about like, I guess like the less... Uh, What's, what's the word? Not poverty, but maybe like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's urban feeling. Yeah, urban feeling. It's really good. Okay. It's got some good music in it. So I have another question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite horror film of the decade, the past 10 years? Uh, I'm sure you guys talked about plenty, but... Ari Aster, you know, yeah. everything he's done. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, by the way, I have not seen Midsommar. As a matter of fact, dude, like, it's, let, it's let in, me know if you guys want to watch it with me because your boy might get a little scared. I saw it at watch Target. Watch it today, dude. You saw it at Target? Yeah. Motherfucker, why'd you tell me? I, I, I'm, I'm a little hurt. I might go see if it's at Redbox. We can, that you shit. can run down and get it right now. Yeah, I, sure. I would do it. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I would have to agree. Uh... I, th- I thought Us was pretty good. It didn't scare me as much. Right, right, right. But I thought the ideas... And it was more of like a Twilight Zone piece, mm-hmm. you know, I, ironically, but... Yeah. Get Out was really good. Yeah, Get Out was good. Yep, I, I, I really dug the hell out of Get Out. Uh, and what the cool thing about Get Out is that, like... Uh, I, I think a lot of people can 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 like relate to that because I remember um, post of uh, seeing the movie, I saw it with with um, some of my friends, 
and uh, she was like, Des, I'm going, I'm going, I'm driving down to California with my friend to see, uh, uh to see his family. Mm. And I think, I don't think they're going to like me. I'm really oh worried it's going to be like a get out situation. <laughs> yeah. and she's Hispanic and, and she was, yeah. Just, yeah, she was like all worried. But yeah, no, I, I think, I think get out was actually pretty good. Um, a, a horror film I actually really dug that, um, I don't hear, I don't hear as many people bring up is a film called Oculus. Oculus. Oh, shoot. Is that the one with, like, the door or it's, something? It's got, like, the mirror. Yeah, oh, the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really dug Oculus for some reason. Uh, that that one really, really stuck with me. Obviously, yeah, uh, Hereditary and all that, Midsummer. I watched um, The Witch not too long ago. Holy shit. I was telling him about it. Um, I mean, The Vavitch. Yeah, The Vavitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that movie is really, really well done. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. super excited for The Lighthouse. That's my most anticipated movie. Uh, it's by the same director. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, but we, we might actually have to go see that together because I don't know anyone else that's actually interested in seeing that movie besides us three, so. Yeah, it, it, but I don't know. The, how could you not be interested? It's like Sailors and Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe has, has, has got this great voice in the, film, in the trailer where he's like, I see you squaring with the gold. <laughs> he's like, don't do that. That'd be the, the, the spirit of Sailors. Stay away from those guys. Like He's like yelling at Robert Pattinson. Willem Dafoe <laughs> is such an amazing actor. Like, Dude, he should have won last year. He should have won best lead performance uh, for um, his uh, shit. The Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah. He should. He, he was like, I, I thought his performance in there was actually pretty good. It was, it was, it was more subdued, but I still dug it though. Uh, I'd love to see Willem Dafoe doing a over-the-top hammy villain again. <laughs> oh, like Green but Goblin? Yeah, but he's also good at just like, you know, Subtle acting. Yeah, and yeah, he's good at drama, man. Yeah. yeah, he's. Yeah, I love Willem Dafoe. Another really good uh, horror movie that came out this decade was a uh, Zombievers. Have you heard of that movie? Zombie. Zombievers. <laughs> wait, wait, is that the one with the strippers? And... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go out to a cabin, and then there's like a toxic waste dump, and, and it goes inside like a river, and then it infects all the beavers, and they just eat people, and then they turn to beaver people, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix still. Last Is it? Time, last oh, time I shit. checked, it's on Netflix. I, I so I do I do remember watching it, but when I watched it, I must be honest. I watched it when I was a little buzzed, so I was kind of drunk and I wasn't really. <laughs> and I was paying attention. I was like, oh, okay. All right. And I was kind of just laughing for kicks. <laughs> did so, did uh, Trick or Treat come out this decade? Trick or Treat, I believe, came out in two thousand nine. Oh, okay. so which is like uh, you, barely you, a, you missed your cut. Yeah, barely a um, year off. So I, I think that one's a good one. Yes. I feel like it hasn't got as much nope. recognition. It should. Trick or Treat's one of my all time favorites. Recent, recently, it's been getting recognition. Right, right. I've seen it all over the Halloween store. Yeah, it's all over the Halloween store. But funny thing about Trick or Treat. Is I was born the same day as the the kid who plays Sam in that movie. He's exactly the same age as me. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Ooh. But yeah, I love Trick or Treat. That should be like a, a household Halloween film, like yeah. household name. I want to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. It's a good. It's, it's Ho- fun. Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through names and I can't find anything that I've actually watched. Paranorman was fun. I'm not. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. You know? I thought the ending was really good. I like the part how it's not. I'll, I can't spoil it. I'm sure people have seen it by now. You but. should spoil it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, what else was I going to ask you guys? Um, Don't watch a lot of horror movies. I was going to ask you uh, if there's a, a fictional character, three fictional characters you think best describe you. Um, who do Who do you think they would be? Uh, it, it could be from uh, animation of any kind. It could be from anime, cartoons, video games, movies. It could be uh, from a mix. I'm good. I'm gonna have to say one of them is Michael from Heavy Traffic. <laughs> Michael from Heavy Traffic. Dude, that's such a hard question. Ever. It is. I know. I, sh- I should have let you guys prepare for that you, one. But... You got any for me? If you, if you guys, yeah. Um, 
Shit. Michael would have been one of the ones I would have said from Heavy Traffic. I would have brought up Michael. It could be Max uh, from Mary and Max. <laughs> the little ass There's only thing. one reason for that. <laughs> you, like, um, you like chocolate? Actually, so I do got one, but I think he might hate me for it. What was that? Um, Johnny Depp's character in Rango. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. He's because he's he's kind of clever. He's kind of smart, but he's kind of goofball kinda as epic. well. A little epic. <laughs> yeah. So I I I, I throw him in there. So. Um, I've always I have re- no idea. I've always related to Peter Parker, but I feel like everyone does to a certain yeah, degree. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's what he's made for. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, basically, if I had to think of a certain version that I relate to the most, um, I'm not sure. Probably just like uh, the com like maybe the ultimate version. Of Peter? Yeah, the ultimate conflict. Cause I always, I'm with that. That's okay. the one I followed the most, really. like, I read most of the original run of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like, you know, the Steve Ditko run. Yeah. But, like, I read Ultimate, like, almost all the way through, so... Yeah. Uh, Ultimate, uh, there's no shame in repping Ultimate, because Ultimate... Ultimate's uh, great. Yeah, it's it's really good, and it had one of my favorite uh, endings, actually. There are some people that they weren't feeling that tragic, but I, I, I liked it. I so. thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I don't like what they're doing with Miles nowadays. Yeah. Put him in, just keep him in the ultimate universe. Let him live out it's, his own story. Yes. I, I never liked that. Agreed, agreed. What's funny is I actually think Miles has a great story. Miles has, Miles has probably the best story out of any of the new characters in Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't really think of a new character that's yeah. on, 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 his, on his tier level. They have not had a lot of bangers with yeah. the new characters. Yeah, which is why I was actually a little bit scared when I heard Sony was doing their animated film with Miles. I was like, please don't fuck this up. Please don't do this. And boy, did they not. Yeah, oh, but then again, they also got two of my favorite directors to do that movie, though, too. Mm-hmm. I love Lord <laughs> Miller. Those guys are great in animation. Clouded with a chance of meatballs, like, everything. Then you got the, uh, the 21 Jump Street films, which are epically hilarious. Yeah, definitely. I think... The only character I can really think of that I actually identify with, it's kind of weird, but um, the main girl from Lady Bird. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Just like that movie came out in a time where I was about to go to college. And right, the right. movie is about just like a girl saying goodbye to her family mm-hmm. and how she's kind of like, she feels like she's like the outsider of the family, even though she's really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just wants to be counterculture, mm-hmm. even though there's nothing really, never really a reason to. Like she kind of... She's kind of like a dick to her family, even mm-hmm. though they're really, really supporting. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. I watched that movie with my mom and she cried. She's like, she's like, I don't want you to go. Yeah. And stuff like that. It was really sweet. The, the, that, that film is actually pretty deep. I, I, I didn't know what to think when I first saw the trailer, but I'm glad I saw it. Uh, for, for me, if I had to bring up three characters, uh, luckily I've already had, kind of had time to, to, to ponder about it. But I'd probably do Sokka from Avatar The Last Air. Uh, Avatar the Last Airbender and then I'd probably do uh, Wash from a show called Firefly who's who's like the pilot but he's kind of like a goofball and he kind of just wants everyone to stick together like a family and then I'd probably also bring up um, a silly character like uh, my boy Winston from New Girl Mm. Uh, the the show New Girl itself is okay (laughs) but it has great characters and so and I I think Winston is probably one that fits me he's kind of a goofball with a cat so he's got a problem with that I got two cats so I got one for you Mark oh thank you what is it Shinji you look like no I do not I'm not like Shinji wait Um, Shinji from what Evangelion oh really oh shit no I'm not I'm not a depressed fuck no it's not true (laughs) I can relate to Shinji a little bit damn yeah not not all of it (laughs) Uh-huh. I know. Actually, yeah. I, actually, I, I would. De- I'm, I'm I would so de- fucked up. I would definitely throw Shinji your way, though, Ammon. I would. Uh, God I damn. <laughs> Ruthless. No, but do you have one for me, though? Um, I feel like there was one. Um, 
I have no idea. I can't think of myself. For some reason, I keep thinking of Aladdin. Aladdin? I don't know why. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking of that <laughs> Street picture. rat! He runs around with no, with no shoes on. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of that really bad edit of Aladdin. Where he's, he's like, got, shit. Where he's got, like, Hot Topic clothes <laughs> on. He's going like, eh. <laughs> it's you. Uh, if this was, like a, like, a video podcast, you can show, like, a picture of that. But, oh, uh, it's so beautiful. It's such a terrible <laughs> picture. I love those edits so much. Just like the goth, like, there's like that picture of Ariel doing like this face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like glasses and shit. I love those. those. Bit, I remember there was a time period when those were like popular and people would make them. Oh, uh, those are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I can can't, I can kind of see myself as Aladdin. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Hmm. Uh, if I was a Disney character, I'd probably be Goofy. Being honest, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a goofy ass motherfucker. Plus, I got the teeth game going on, the, the gap tooth thing going on. Yeah, you so. look like Michael J. Fox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got an electro going in there. <laughs> I, I thought of a character. What? Edward Norton in Fight Club. For me? No, for me. Oh, okay. I was about. To, I mean, I mean, I was like, I mean, I'll take, it. I'll take the Brad Pitt half. I'll take yeah, because I kind of feel like because I mean, one thing the insomnia, and another thing. His character mostly just views the world around him, mm-hmm. and he kind of just watches all these things come out. And I feel like that. Like I kind of just watch things. I don't try to get involved very mm-hmm. much. So I kind of, I could see myself as that. Yeah, and keep your eyes down. Don't get involved. Stay out of people's problems. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. No, I man, I'm cool. I'm cool with that though. But uh, guys, uh, thanks for joining me on today's podcast episode. And uh, Puff Daddy, where can the kids find you? Um, well, you can find me on YouTube. I, I think it's Puff Mogi or Puff Mama. I can't remember. I switch between the two depending on my thing. So if I'm not Puff Mama, then I'm probably Puff Mogi, which M O G I E on that one. And um, I think that's about it. All right. What about you, Salmon? Um, yeah, Ammon the Salmon on uh, Instagram, and it's Almon. You know, spelled like salmon without the S. And on Twitter, it's just Ammon Larson Art. All right, my man. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for letting me chat your ear off today. This is Dez from Future and Dez signing out. Peace. Yo, thanks everyone for tuning in to today's podcast episode. Now, if you find yourself just unable to shake the urge and you just got to hear more of my soothing voice, (laughs) then I highly recommend you go to YouTube and subscribe and follow me on there. On my YouTube channel featuring Des, I mostly just upload video essays, lists, and just kind of overall express myself in different ways that I'm unable to do on my podcast. I hope to see you guys there. Peace.